Hi, I'm Brooke Kikos. I'm the host for Goddess Rising. I'm a relationship coach, an RTT therapist, a hypnotherapist, and an NLP practitioner. This podcast is meant for those who believe in unlocking the power from within and using our voice to create real change for yourself, for other women, to help empower, to learn, to expand consciousness, and really uplift each other. If you have been burdened by a past of trauma, abuse, and toxic relationships, this is a safe space to learn and grow and embody your truth. I am here to help you shift from shame, people-pleasing, codependency, low self-esteem, the horrible belief of feeling like I am not enough, and shift into expansion of your real potential. Because it's time to say no to toxic behaviors and say yes to unapologetic self-love. And this is where we find the healthiest relationship with ourselves and with our others. On today's podcast, I really wanted to dive into a subject that is really so important, I believe, that we need to discuss, and that is codependency and what that is. Because as a recovering codependent myself, I have suffered from this dysfunction for so many years of my life, and it is really my life's passion to help other women break free from codependency, okay? So what is this, right? Codependency is really just a dysfunctional relationship dynamic where one person is assuming the role as of being the giver, okay? So that means that they're sacrificing their own needs and their own well-being for the sake of the other, which we'll call the other person the taker, okay? So really what's happening is there is a taker and the codependent person is the overgiver, okay? And this can happen in so many relationships. It doesn't just mean it's in a romantic relationship where it does often show up for people, but it also means that it can be between a parent and child. It can be with a friend. It can be with a family member, a mother, a father, a sibling. It can also show up in your dynamic, perhaps with your career, with your boss or with a coworker. Really, it can show up anywhere, okay? It's where we overgive of ourselves, okay? So in unhealthy codependent relationships, okay, the giver tends to be really overly responsible in showing up for the taker. Um, that means that they're making sure that their emotional needs and everything else is being met. Um, they make excuses for the taker, okay? And they take over things that actually the taker should be doing because they feel like they have to do it, okay? Or the taker is not going to survive. So when you're an overgiver, okay, you tend to be um, really self-critical of yourself. You often are such a perfectionist, okay? So that means you're trying to um, show up perfectly in every area because you have this belief, this deeper underneath belief that if you don't show up perfectly you are not going to be accepted or loved, okay? Um, the giver is feeling like they need to fix or rescue someone, okay? So that means that the taker is going to allow that giver to rescue or save them, okay? Because they, they want this, they need this, they crave this, okay? And the giver makes wants to feel like they are needed, okay? That actually makes them feel like they are doing something um, of value. So... The giver just really focuses so much on pleasing other people that they neglect themselves. They neglect their own wants and needs. Okay. They're just over sacrificing everything that they need. And then they end up depleted, right? 
So they, the givers really usually have very low self-esteem. Okay. They have really poor set of boundaries, um, little to none, to be honest. And they really struggle to ask for any help when they really need it. So the takers, right, are usually struggling with some deeper wounds themselves, okay, because they're struggling with other issues that they haven't addressed. So that could be they're really emotionally immature. The takers are usually um, more narcissistic or abusive. Um, they usually have mental health problems, some addiction problems, right, whatever that looks like, a drug problem, an alcohol problem. Um, it can be a, a many things, but the taker just knows that the giver is going to always show up for them. And so they're always going to receive and they're okay with that. And they don't really need to give much of themselves because the giver is overcompensating for that. So what causes codependence? You know, I get this question come up a lot um, in my coaching container and people really struggle to understand, you know, why, you know, why does this show up and, and really see it that they are codependent and that they are exhibiting some of the behaviors, right? And where this happens is really early on in childhood, okay? So if you were raised in a dysfunctional family dynamic, most likely you are going to have some of these behaviors, maybe not all of them, okay? It depends on how traumatic your childhood was, okay? So what we were modeled as children, we really tend to continue to recreate, okay? So if you had the childhood trauma, if you saw how parents showed up and they were in codependency dynamics and everything was chaos, okay, that's going to be your normal. So you're going to be seeking that same emotional experience, okay? So it's going to be what is familiar to you, right? So for myself, I experienced a lot of childhood trauma. You know, I was, I was raised by an abusive father. So it was something that was my normal. So I was trying to recreate that same dynamic, that same emotional experience from childhood in all my other relationships. And that is why I, I call myself the recovering codependent, right? So even though you may not have had childhood trauma or you don't feel like that you did, you know, there is other dynamics to a dysfunctional family. You know, maybe there was mental illness in the family. Maybe there was addiction, right? Maybe it was just that um, one of the parents couldn't emotionally regulate. So it was like they really couldn't um, calm themselves down normally. So if anything happened, they just kind of blew up and made you feel like you were really unsafe right? So it's about how did that show up for you, kind of digging deeper into seeing, okay, well, what was my childhood like, right? And how am I recreating that emotional experience today for myself, right? Because really anybody can really fall into an unhealthy relationship pattern. And then one day we wake up and we're like, I don't understand why I'm doing this, these, all of these things and never getting anything in return, right? Why am I being the giver and someone's being the taker? So dig deeper here, okay? What was your emotional experience as a child? Who did you have to be to get the acceptance, the love, or the validation that you needed, right? You know, were your parents emotionally regulated? You know, how did you feel? Did you feel safe as a child? Did you feel loved? Did you feel like you were accepted? Did you feel like you were enough? Are you still chasing that love and acceptance and that approval from your parents, right? You know, or can you remember everything being chaotic and really unstable and you never knew when and where 
you know, you were going to set one of your parents off and what was going to happen after that, right? You know, it's about digging deeper into really understanding, okay, how were we conditioned as children? Because really we are like sponges from the age of, ages from zero to seven. And because this is like really when we're starting to understand our world and see how things um, and people show up for us, right? Okay, is that caregiver safe? Is that parent safe? You know, what's going on? Is that parent someone that I can get my emotional needs met, you know? Or do I have to hide my feelings? Or do I have to be afraid? Or do I just kind of be quiet and stay hidden because I don't want to have anything happen, right? So there's so many dynamics to this that you have to really dig deeper and everybody's experience is different, right? Um, you know, we might find someone that is similar to ours, but most likely everybody's experiences of childhood. There's some underlying beliefs of, you know, I, I'm not enough or I have to be perfect or my parents not going to love me or accept me or, you know, all of these things that we thought as children, we kind of really carry on to when we're an adult. So it's about being curious, right? How, how did, um, our emotional experience feel when we were children and, and really digging deeper there, you know, because codependency, you know, the way it shows up in relationships is really how we attach, you know, or we enmesh ourselves, right, to please that other person and then gain the validation and the acceptance that we're so wanting. So it's about being able to say, okay, you know, am I living my life or am I living inside of this relationship from a place of my wounded inner child, okay? And this wounded inner child that I will talk more about, um, and I discuss a lot with my clients, but we'll talk more about on my podcast is really this little child within you that is still seeking the acceptance or the love or whatever it did not get in childhood. Okay. And so whatever it didn't get in childhood, it's going to come out as your wounds to be healed later on in life. Right. And whether you are aware of it or not, it can be showing up in how you show up not only with a relationship with yourself, but with other with others, right? So are you really seeking that um, attachment or that approval in your partner, right? Because you didn't get it from a parent when you were a child. And that's how it's going to show up. And I'll just give you an example of this because I was raised by a narcissistically abusive father. And so I never got the approval or the love or the acceptance from him. Actually, I got rejected many, many times, right? And so what happens there is I saw that as I grew into the adult, I not only seeked the same emotional experience by getting into abusive relationships, but I also was still seeking that love and that approval that I never got from my father in my relationships, right? And then when I wasn't getting it, I was like, what is happening here? Why am I not getting what I need, what I want, you know? And so it was like, that just made me more angry and more frustrated and made me act out my own wounds in these relationships that was making it even more toxic than what I was already in. And so not being able to see that, it made um, myself suffer even more, right? Because I wasn't able to heal or see the codependent behaviors or the negative behaviors that were showing up for me. So it's about being able to really see these things, you know, where are we seeking approval, right? Are we actually giving out a place of love 
Or are we doing these things because we need the validation or we need the acceptance or we need the love, right? And that can really show up for you and see, okay, is this maybe one of these codependent behaviors that I have, right? If I'm doing something that's not from love, I'm doing it to receive something, right? Like I need to get something out of it then that's a codependent behavior in a relationship, right? And, and, and if that's showing up for you, it can be showing up for you in all types of your relationships, right? So it's about getting to the root, okay? The root reason of why you are dishonoring your boundaries, right? And not seeing these things for yourself. So you got to dig deeper, right? And it really starts in the childhood experience, okay? And a lot of the reason why women get trapped in abusive relationships and become codependent in these kind of um, spaces is because, you know, it really, we get very excited when we get all this attention and this approval from, um, you know, a relationship or a narcissist that kind of love bombs us and, you know, and instantly we're like, oh my gosh, we're finally getting the acceptance and the love that we need. And they just shower us with so much love and affection we're like, we finally got it. We finally received what we need. And then in that toxic, abusive cycle, right, it's the love bombing phase. And then they do the abusive cycle and then they come back and they apologize. And then the phase happens all over again, right? So that's why we continue to keep chasing the approval and the love of a narcissistic abusive person. So dig deeper, see how that's showing up for you as well, right? So codependency in your everyday life, okay, it's going to make you feel like you're really stuck, like you're not motivated, okay, you're going to have a lot of fear, you're going to have a lot of anxiety, you're not going to um, create real change in your life, in fact, you're going to be so afraid of change, it's going to be like the most, the most fear will come up in you, right, so it's about being able to see, you know, how are you creating um, self-destructive behaviors? How are you depleting yourself because you are the giver and someone else is the taker, right? How are you self-abandoning while you're in these codependent behaviors and in cycles? So you have to remember, okay, the main sign of codependency is just elevating the needs of others above your own, okay? So if you are putting someone else's needs before your own, right? We've been taught that as a society, put everybody else first, put everybody else first, but actually it's not right because you have to put your own needs above everyone else's because if you are trying to give from an empty cup, you are going to be emotionally dysregulated. You're not going to know what your wants and needs are. You're going to feel exhausted all the time and drained, and you're not going to understand why. Okay. So other signs of the codependency is if you have very controlling behaviors, you're trying to control the other person um, and what they're doing and stuff, because if you can control, it makes you feel safe, okay? Um, you're very self-sacrificing again, and then you have this extreme fear of rejection, okay? And when you have an extreme fear of rejection, that means that guess what? You're going to be the people pleaser. You're going to be the codependent because you don't want anybody to reject you. So you are going to show up however you need to show up because you want to be loved, validated, approved of, and accepted, right? And I remember doing that for so many years and it was absolutely terrifying to look back on my life and see how I sacrificed so much of what I wanted and what I needed 
in order for us to other people that honestly, you know what? They didn't care. <laughs> they didn't care. And they showed me that they didn't care by their um, actions. And I never was able to see it. So I kept giving. I just kept giving until I was so depleted, right? And so it's so important, you know, that you see for yourself, okay, how am I showing up in a space where I'm not actually taking care of myself? How am I not, you know, making sure that, you know, I'm giving myself the self-love that's needed, you know, how am I giving just so much to others that I'm depleting myself and it's causing me health problems or anxiety and stress and all of these things, right? So you have to know that you are more important and that your needs and wants need to come first and that you have these really healthy boundaries. And that's a part of, you know, getting rid of and unlearning the codependent behavior, right? So along the lines of the rejection is also that fear of abandonment, okay? When you're codependent, okay, you have this like huge deep-seated fear, okay, that the other person is going to leave you. Um, and because you've been abandoned or rejected early on in life by a parent or a caregiver or someone else caused that really deep wound. Okay. And so you have that, that fear and that fear is so big and so large that you try to control situations so that you don't get left. You don't get abandoned. You don't get rejected. Right. And then you're also so afraid if you don't hide your own feelings, right. If you don't support the other person that's, you know, um, giving you what you need, you're, you're afraid because if you don't do that for them, guess what? They're going to leave you. And that's your belief, right? That, that your that's your belief. Um, because someone somewhere along the line either abandoned you or rejected you and made you feel this way. Okay. And so you've just adapted and now you have this fear. Okay. That stayed with you for so long and now it's become a part of who you are. Okay. And it's made you scared that this person is going to leave. And so it's about being able to heal these, these deeper wounds of abandonment and um, rejection, really, because, you know, things happen and life happens and perhaps that person is not for you, right? Perhaps they're actually your abuser, right? They're actually the taker. Um, and maybe they are not, you're not meant to be with them, right? And being able to not have that fear consume you so much that you continue to stay in a relationship that's no longer serving you, that's actually hurting you, right? So it's about being able to notice these things and really um, dig deeper into, you know, am I really healthy in my relationship mentally and emotionally? Um, does this person make me a better person or do they make me um, show up not as the best person or the best version of myself, right? So, you know, if any of these sound familiar, you know, it's about being able to gain the awareness around why you've had to survive until now the same way that you have been. Because again, we learn these patterns really early in life, right? By what we are modeled. So it's really no fault of your own, but once you gain the awareness, it's really your responsibility to shift it and change it so that we can have, you know, a better relationship with ourselves. And most importantly, you know, a, a, be a better um, person to others, right? And then see who is really toxic for you. And you'll be able to gain that awareness and say, you know what, that's not, that's not for me anymore. That person's not for me. And that's really how you start to break through these codependency or people-pleasing habits, right? 
you start to have the willingness to really show up for yourself, learn new coping strategies, unlearn old strategies. Okay. So it's like, you're having to like break through these, these old patterns and change and correct them and see them differently. Right. And it's really just a practice of self-awareness and then having someone really guide you through that journey sometimes until you can get so clear, so consciously clear of what your patterns are that are limiting you, holding you back, keeping you stuck in relationships that are no longer serving you, right? And being able to move forward. Because what this really means is that you get to take control of your life, okay? You get to say, I'm going to stop allowing others to affect how I show up for me. I'm not going to let anybody tell me anything else. So in a huge piece of codependent uh, people, you know, is that we care so much about what others think that we just allow it to consume us because we believe that if we don't, right, we're not going to be accepted. We're not going to be loved. We're not going to be approved of. But that's really just a lie that we tell ourselves that keeps us stuck in the cycle. And the truth is, right, if they don't accept us the way that we are, then they never really loved us anyway, right? And I know that's so hard to hear and so hard to like accept sometimes, but real unconditional love and acceptance means loving all parts of us, even the messy parts, okay? And that not only accounts for other people outside of us, but that accounts for how you show up for yourself as well. So I will let you take that truth with you today. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode of The Goddess Rising, and I'll be discussing some more about how we can continue to gain more self-awareness around breaking our old patterns, okay, of people-pleasing and codependent behaviors. But until next time, please remember that you get to be the creator of your life and show up for yourself in some way today. Thank you for listening to Goddess Rising. It would mean the world to me if you could like, subscribe, and share so that I can receive more listeners because this is how we each use our own voices to step into our own power, create change and healing for others. Until next time, remember, you are the Goddess Rising.